Welcome to the NatRef Show, a fortnightly podcast on sustainable heating and cooling technologies brought to you by Sheco and supported by Teco. My name is Devin Yoshimoto, and I'll be hosting today's show from Sheco Japan's office here in Tokyo. I'm the writer and reporter for Sheco here in Asia Pacific, and I'm joined today by Marie Batesti and Charlotte McLaughlin, our multimedia reporter, and、uh, Marie from our market development team in the Brussels office.、Uh, good morning, guys. Hello. Hi. Yeah, so today、uh, we'll just be starting off with talking about our recent trip to Chilventa,、uh, one of the most important trade shows for the HVAC in our industry in Europe and really、uh, all around the world,、uh, with some of the latest technology being presented there. And、uh, from what I understand,、uh, this has been a, a really special show for Sheco、uh, and、uh, everyone、uh, concerned with natural refrigerant technology because、uh, there are a lot of interesting developments at this show.、Uh, Charlotte, could you tell us a little bit about that? Uh, thank you, Devin.、Um, so, to start off with, like, I would say even before we went to Chilventa, we already saw online looking at the different companies and everything, there w a s so many more than two years ago. So, we were already very excited.、Um, and we, we mapped maybe close to nearly 300 companies using natural refrigerants, which is a substantial、mm-hmm. increase on, I think, the 185 from before. So, like, already we could see that there was a big change. But when we were there, we, th- we actually think there was probably more than we, we mapped because a lot of people were showing things that, you know, like were new or they, they weren't using before、um, at the show. So, I would say, like, what the big trend or the big positive trend that I saw personally was that. You know, generally you do see CO2 transcritical like、um, rack systems, and you definitely always see like propane plug in units and this type of thing, especially in commercial refrigeration. So,、mm-hmm. already there, it feels like a, kind of a done deal for natural refrigerants. But I thought the main positive thing was that like HVAC had natural refrigerants as well. So, big ammonia chillers.、Um, Big propane chillers,、um, and then for smaller applications as well, like small residential heat pumps, commercial heat pumps. So, like, you can, you can really see a big trend towards using natural refrigerants、um, in the HVAC side, not just、um, anymore in just refrigeration, which is really nice.、Um, I, yeah, that's interesting. So, the, the, the application is, is spreading not just for refrigeration、yeah. technology, but also for air conditioning and,、uh, and heating as well. Yeah, for those types of applications as well.、Um, and I think mainly the big reason that this is happening、um, is because this year、um, in Europe was a big change、um, in terms of HFC prices.、Um, so a lot of people at the show were just like, it's just become too expensive. It hasn't become affordable anymore because of the. Big phase down steps、um, that happened in the EU.、Um, I, I don't know, like maybe Marie can confirm like how big、um, the quota for FGAS went down this year. Indeed, HFC、uh, quotas went down up to 37% as of 1st January 2018. So, yeah, basically,、um, the supply of HFCs has been restricted. Um, and this has had a strong effect on prices.、Um, I think over, since the FGAS regulation was enacted,、um, so they did a mapping by Oco Research,、mm-hmm. and the price is actually for some HFCs went up over the last few years by a thousand percent. Like, 
we're talking big numbers of HFCs, so of course this is having an effect on the industry. Um, and I think a lot of people are, you know, they've been through so many of these changes in refrigerants, and they've gone from CFCs to HCFCs um, and to HFCs. Um, and now they have a choice between the naturals or HFOs on the one, on the other hand. Um, and though there is some trend toward HFOs, at least the feedback that I've had is that people are looking for something where they don't have to change again. They don't have to make that investment again. They want mm -hmm. something future proof and long term and not something that, you know, they're going to have like a headache over um, in later years. So I, I think it's it, Chilventa was a very positive experience for natural refrigerants. Um, huge interest as well um, in Checo. Our um, head of market development, Clara Skachanova, um, yes. was also speaking uh, during one session. And um, I, I would say, like, compared to, like, I went to, like, a lot of the talks there. So they were generally not so full. Like, you know, people were wandering around the trade show, so they didn't have too much time. But hers was, like, full. Everybody was there. The whole thing was filled out. Like, it's, it's crazy, like, the amount of interest people have. Um, in natural refrigerants because they see them as something you know where they can make a business case long term um and have some security and at least that's the feedback that i found from the show floor um and Cl clara was talking about global trends during yeah. her presentations yeah for natural she was talking about and, global and that's why trends, everybody was uh for hydrocarbons and for co2 um uh, yeah so it, it wasn't also including ammonia and stuff as well but like I, I think ammonia is a traditional refrigerant that has been used for a long time so you know some people tend to like occasionally people tend to ignore it but um, also ammonia was huge at the show especially in terms of heat pumps and chiller applications um, in HVAC um, and also low charge ammonia uh, Luve presented um, a new product for lowering the charge of uh, ammonia so this was a big concern also at the show Luve, Luve does a uh, evaporative uh, or evaporating evaporators is that yeah yeah right? they do evaporators so they have a special type of evaporator um, that means that you can use less charge because it's more efficient and the materials used uh, means you don't have to put in as much charge of ammonia to get the same result and this allows you to reduce your charge substantially um, in ammonia refrigeration systems. Yeah, you know, it's it's great. It's something we've talked about uh, a lot in on our websites and in our magazines that the this price increase is really driving a, a lot of the interest in naturals. And just, you know, one thing, too, is right before you guys went to the show, we had a chance to talk to Panasonic's head here in, in Japan. And he was saying that was one of the main reasons they were so excited to uh, exhibit in at Chilventa is because this price uh, increase is driving interest in their natural refrigerant technology as well. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I think like even last year, Panasonic has had a lot of success with their CO2 condensing units in Europe, especially as people, you know, um, they started with the bigger stores um, moving towards natural refrigerants. And now supermarkets are looking at the smallest stores and different options for them, not just um, CO2, but also um, hydrocarbon water loop systems. Um, a lot of people are you know like waiting for the charge limit to increase as well um so you know we'll see what will happen there yeah speaking of hydrocarbons and the charge limit um we all know that we've been watching for a long time 
um, many years, actually, I, I believe for more than three, four years of this development of this uh, global standard by the International Electrotechnical Commission, the IEC, uh, to work on raising the charge limit uh, for hydrocarbon use in commercial refrigeration and really letting the technology grow and develop how it should be growing. And I understand there was a big meeting that was held uh, recently, very recently, actually. And Marie, could you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, so um, there was a meeting in South Korea, uh, in Busan, um, where a draft hydrocarbons charge limit increase was accepted to go to final vote around the end of the year. Uh, and it was uh, accepted, accepted by the IEC subcommittee in charge of this, um, this standard. So the question would be to increase the charge limit on A3, which is flam flammable refrigerants like propane in commercial refrigeration equipment from 150 grams to 500 grams under the standard 6335-2-89, to be precise. Uh, mm -hmm. So the IEC subcommittee SC61C analyzed comments received from national committees during the committee draft for vote stage into the new edition of this IEC standard. And this subcommittee decided that the charge limit draft should go to a final vote phase by the end of 2018. So it paves the way for the final document and standard to be prepared for the final vote. Assuming this vote is positive, the standard should be published in early 2019. Of course, um, the battle is not over and it's still very important uh, for the natural refrigerants industry and in particular the hydrocarbons industry to go to their national uh, committee uh, expressing the, the opportunity that this charge inc increase would represent and to push uh, for, the, for a positive final vote for hydrocarbons. Um, so it represents, like this would repre represent the latest milestone in a lengthy uh, standard process, uh, process as uh, Devin said. Um, and it's quite crucial as well uh, for the hydrocarbons industry globally because most uh, regional and national standardization bodies, such as, for example, CEN, Senelec in Europe, tend to look at what does IEC and harmonize their own standards accordingly. Uh, so basically, AC could, uh, IEC could pave the way, pave the way for an increase for a, for a charge, a charge increase worldwide. Uh, so experts, as well, and it's worth uh, noting, uh, commonly accept that these this currently like 150 gram limit does not allow manufacturers or end users of HVAC and air equipment to fully exploit the safe application of hydrocarbon refrigerants in the commercial refrigeration sector. Uh, therefore, um, such a move could benefit. Like such a move could open up lots of market opportunities for hydrocarbons. So yeah. we'll keep you updated. Yeah, definitely. Um, I I would just add to that, like in terms of technology, um, what people are doing at the moment to have bigger display cases is having multi-circuit systems with individual mm -hmm. compressors. And of course, you know, if you have to put four uh, compressors into um, a big display case instead of one, this is gonna be expensive for you um, as a manufacturer of these systems. It's gonna create a, an extra cost. The end user is probably gonna look at and go, yeah, that's gonna be more expensive than another system. Um, 
maybe I don't opt for this technology in the end. Um, so I, I, I don't think it makes any sense. The IC um, working group who first proposed the revising of the standard, they did huge amounts of testing of flammability, um, safety and stuff. Um, so it's not like it's not like they haven't tested these systems to make sure this is the safest possible limit um, of different things that they need to put into the system. Like it's not it, it's going to be the safest possible. Like um, it's just that these standards are old um, and they came around at the time when HFCs were being used. So I, I it's you know, it will have a big change on the industry and um, sort of. I think in the end, you know, especially for small stores, um, we're going to see more and more battle between hydrocarbons and CO2. Yes. And if I could just add, uh, Sheko, the publisher of this podcast, is also collaborating with the European Union uh, for a project called LIFE uh, with kind of a similar aim because... Um, yeah, the project is about gathering experts and industry representatives to work on guidelines for safe use of hydrocarbons and test higher charges and see if it's possible within the safest environment possible to increase this charge. And the idea is to feed as well the revision, revision process of European standards for hydrocarbons and even... Um, the European Commission requested a standard on its own uh, for hydrocarbons, and therefore this, this the studies are developed under the LifeRound project could help uh, revising as well the standards while keeping safe. So it's a very lengthy uh, process and project as well, uh, which highlights the fact that obviously the European Union is committed to keep high security standards, but also admits that the current charge limit for hydrocarbons is restrictive and you can't fully exploit the potential of hydrocarbons environmentally speaking as well as in terms of efficiency mm. and applications so there's movement that, a bit everywhere yeah and that's sort of the whole point of this whole process and why it's taking so long is one of the main concerns is safety but we've they've taken comments they've done reviews and, and they're making sure that this technology is implemented in a safe way with smart standards that are not unnecessarily restrictive and not making it unnecessarily expensive for the market to adopt, especially when energy efficiency is on the line and, and we can reduce a lot of carbon emissions by using more energy efficient technology with uh, with hydrocarbons. So, exactly. yeah, uh, we're looking really, uh, really looking forward to the next uh, the next step in this process and, and how it turns out. So please keep us updated. Can you tell us uh, where where can we go to learn more about uh, coverage for Chilventa coming from, from our team and also coverage about, of the, uh, the hydrocarbon standard? Um, I think if you just pay attention to r744.com, hydrocarbons21.com and ammonia21.com, we publish our latest updates there. So, you know, our Chilventa coverage is coming. Um, it's just, you know, of course, like, you know, we can only publish so much at one time. So there's big news coming. You just pay attention to the websites. Great. And we have newsletters also that come out all the time. So, um, yeah, make sure to, to pay attention to the websites and, and uh, subscribe to our newsletters uh, mm -hmm. to get more information on this. Um, that's all for, for this week. Thanks a lot, uh, Marie and Charlotte. Uh, stay tuned for the next episode of the NatRef Show. Uh, first of all, though, just a quick word from our sponsor, Teco. Hi, my name is Andreas Meyer. I'm a managing director of Teco. What is Teco? Teco is a uh, rec manufacturer based in Germany, near Frankfurt area, 
and we are now over 36 years in the market manufacturing racks um, at the moment um, the business is quite challenging because there's a lot of movement going into the direction of natural refrigerants so we are ready and prepared we did our first CO2 transcritical rack in 2006 and nowadays it's getting more or less a commodity in Europe um, but actually we are now here in Asia so um, we just want to start up Asia we two years ago we founded a company in Singapore called Teco Asia and now since two months uh, we started our production facility in Bangkok in Thailand um, to cover all the Asian market because we believe in that Asia is an upcoming um, near futures very important for us as a rack builder for natural refrigerants at the moment it's still free on but I think the change will be soon and will be fast thank you Andres See you in two weeks' time for another great episode of the NatRev Show.